0: The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com.
1: Wait, so mate, for this podcast, instead of being clever in any way, I believe that what I've learned from uh, Gabriel Bonhamart is we just have to talk complete bollocks and then just post a load of fishing emojis on Twitter.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think he quite understands the concept of like. I understand if you just slag football fans off, that's fine, but slagging are off and calling it a myth and then getting completely outclassed and then just being a dick about it
1: yeah. right cool so that's his plan then be a dick it appears to get good traction on twitter yeah. so welcome to episode 86 of the mighty whites podcast i'm jack as always John by hello uh so i'll tell you what Oof. it's such a shame that uh, all the Leeds players are massively overweight
0: God, yeah, imagine how good we'd be if they all drop
1: white. Yeah, he's a fucking myth that BLC is useless. Yeah. Yeah. Right, cool. We can clip that now, stick it on Twitter, and just have everyone, <laughs> you know, have everyone yell at us, but we'll get loads of good Twitter impressions, and maybe we'll be able to, you know, sell a bit of advertising or something based on that, or at least at the very least get some work on TalkSpot.
0: Would you want to work on TalkSpot?
1: I don't know cuz I've been on Talkspot but I've never been paid for it so I don't feel bad about it.
0: Uh, you've been on Talkspot too.
1: Yeah that's true actually. Although to, but- as I say my, I, a lot of the presenters on Talkspot are actually quite good. A lot of them also aren't. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's not a lot of middle ground with Talkspot. Uh, but yeah we might as well get straight into the actual game itself now that we've had a customary slightly weird intro. Uh we well, I mean, you ended up watching it round at mine, didn't you? This one, a 3 0 win over Aston Villa, and Patrick Bamford is fucking incredible.
0: Yeah, absolutely fantastic game. You know, the the you got to say it's pretty much the best of leads. The because I think we talk about how exciting the Man City game was. A bit of that was also down to the chaos of that game and kind of the the loss of organisation on both teams. Whereas throughout this one, Leeds were just playing their best football. It's probably the closest, like watching Leeds is probably the closest thing I'll see to total football in my lifetime, I think. Just everyone being able to play wherever. Stuart Dallas does whatever he feels like. Jamie Shackleton could come on at 20 minutes and be fine. Pat Bamford and and Rodrigo are interchangeable.
1: Yeah, no, we were, we were really good. Obviously, the first half, um, it started off, we were slightly the better side, but I suppose the story of the first 20 minutes was those couple of fouls from Stroik. Uh Obviously, he just got baited into the first one by Grealish, took heavy touch and brought him in, and he got nowhere near the ball. Now, when you actually watch it back, he also got nowhere near Grealish, but when Grealish chucked himself over, he like flung his left leg out to make sure that he got caught. Mm. But it was a daft, it was a daft tackle for Strike to make. He just got baited into it. Then another yeah. foul about forty-five seconds later, which was a little bit high, to be honest. But I don't think that'll long-term do him any harm. He obviously got hooked after twenty minutes. Shackles and came on. Click played a bit deeper. But I said on Twitter at the time, and I've, I said it to you, that happened to Calvin Phillips twice in a, in about his first seven or eight times playing in that role. It's not. So so, it it, so it saying, does just happen occasionally.
0: So in eighteen months, he's uh, he's bossing the midfield for the Holland team, is he?
1: Well, I was I was thinking six.
0: Okay, oh, fair. Yeah.
1: It needs to it needs to be in there for the Euros. Uh, yeah, it was. It, or maybe even the Belgium it. team, because I'm fairly sure he's eligible for them as well. He's eligible for about he's three el- or four different countries, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, actually, I can't remember. Is it is it the Philippines? that he's also eligible for. It's a, bit like like Adnan,
0: yeah. it's a bit like Adnan, yeah. It's bit like Adnan eye when there was that whole guessing game as to who he Sorry, was going to play for.
1: It's, it's it's not Philippines. It's Indonesia. Ah well. Yeah, I, I knew that there was an Asian country that he was also eligible for. Uh, I dare say that if I get an FM, if you get an FM save going long enough, that might well happen in you know twenty twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was twenty twenty minutes. we will better side, but you know there wasn't a great deal in it at that point. Then I thought Leeds got more comfortable as the half went on, and Bamford had he had the header from the penalty spot that a lot of people thought was a really good chance, but I thought was quite difficult.
0: It was for for a header as well. It's probably a little bit deeper than you'd like it to be. He, he did get good power on it, but um, you you probably think I, I think he should be hitting the target. I, I I wouldn't say he should be scoring, but I think he should be working the keeper there. Yeah,
1: the uh, the one that was the really good chance was when we broke and Harrison put it there for him, sort of fifteen yards out, middle of goal. It was on his weak foot, but it was one where that was the one where I thought he should have done better.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah but, he just uh, he just opened his foot up too much, didn't he?
1: Yeah. But we were playing some good stuff. But to be honest, still though we were better side in first half. Villa did have the did come closest. Uh, obviously, it was the only mistake Luke Ayling made in the entire game, was he tried to like sort of shoulder Ollie Watkins off the ball and just missed him. Uh, and Watkins got in, found Grealish, decent finish to be honest. But it, Luke Ayling awareness runs back clears it off the line more than makes up for the only mistake he made. It was absolutely fantastic in this game was Ayling.
0: Yeah, and obviously last time we've been speculated about the defensive lineup again, um, and he were opted for Ailing into the middle, Dallas at right back, Alioski at left back, mm. and and like you say, outside of that mistake, that there's not a whole lot you could you could fault really any of them on. To be fair, you know, Cock was Cock had another fantastic game at the back. Dallas just did what he does on the opposite side. Um, And I thought Alioski and Tanda with with Jack Harrison were really effective and and gave Matty Cash an absolutely torrid time.
1: Yeah, Alioski defended well all the way through and he put in three or four... That was one of the differences, even though there was obviously a lot of them where it didn't find a Leeds player because a lot of crosses don't actually find a player. I thought the crossing from everyone in the team was a hundred times better than it was against Wolves.
0: Well, that was it. Against Wolves, there was so many times that it was just either drilled into the first man or it was smashed straight through for a throw in uh this time like you said the quality of the balls going in was was so much better there was not to say that they weren't against Wolves but it actually felt like there was some direction on these ones and some aim uh put into them and and yeah like you say obviously that there are plenty of times when defenders are going to get to them and clear them or it's just going to be a little bit behind someone but the, these ones were actually into good positions whereas like you said the Wolves, the Wolves game it just seemed to be a lot of hit and hope
1: Yeah um, So yeah, it was a decent first half, I was content with level at half time but in the second half is that second 45 the best we've been all season?
0: Yeah, you'd have to say so I think Villa had a couple of chances in, in in about the first ten minutes, but nothing, nothing that you'd be overly concerned with. But after that, we were just relentless going forward. Uh, we did such a good job of just switching, you know, switching the play. Uh, you know, Rodrigo was getting some fantastic spaces sort of around the halfway line and and in the centre circle, and just and just spreading the play out wide as as he did for. As, as we'll get on to with uh, one of the goals. And then just every time we went forward, they couldn't cope because their, their full-backs were always been outnumbered. And Leeds just flooded forward every opportunity they had.
1: Yeah. Well, onto the goals, obviously, with Bamford hat-trick, which was, you know, it was outstanding. And 6-6 six in six for him now, so... I mean, I, I did say that he'd be our top scorer and I fancied him to do fine. I didn't expect him to start this well. Uh, but first goal, you know, good football played through. It goes out to Harrison, who plays a really good through ball for Rodrigo. Gets it out of his feet. Good shot, low across the keeper. Martinez probably shouldn't push it out to where he does. Because mm. the, the Rodrigo shot wasn't hit with that much power. So, like, a goalkeeper of Martinez's quality and he is a good goalkeeper, would probably expect to do better. Uh, but Bamford... Doing it was a I know that it's a cliche, but a proper strikers goal. Keeper pushes it out and he's there to react, knock knock it home from six yards out.
0: Uh just while I look on at my preseason predictions, Bamford is one goal off the target I set for him this season at seven. I
1: can't uh, remember what I said. I think it was something like fourteen ish. Yeah, it'd be around that. Um uh, but obviously as we know he's getting thirty eight in thirty eight. Yeah. It was And the, look, the Bamford for England calls are coming.
0: It was yeah, it's like you say the first one is is exactly where you want your striker to be, just pouncing on on a rebound and and, and it's one of those where I think essentially if has just almost stops the ball where he is, he's fine because you've got Tyrone Mings there. But he, he pushes it out and, and Bamford just absolutely wallops it in.
1: Uh, and then the the second and third goals were both quality. The second goal, uh, it's been a bit underreported how good Click was in the build-up to this, the way that he brought, because he took one sort of, it was a heavy touch, but deliberately so, and took like two of Villa's midfield straight out of the game, played a really good ball into Bamford. And Bamford, just very little back lift inside at foot, and he hits it as if he's laced a volley. Mm. it's that much power it, te- it does take a slight nick off the defender but in off the bar top corner it was a great strike and with how little the deflection was i don't think it had a mattered.
0: no it was uh you know the the alan partridge commentary comes to mind. He must have a foot like a traction engine because yeah. like you say he absolutely put his foot through that
1: in fairness uh, you did go shit did you see yeah. that <laughs>
0: It was a uh, yeah, it, and just going back to click's move as well. And I think one of the, the little, if you're a Villa fan, I think one of the things you'd be disappointed by is, is the times where you watch click makes that turn, and, and it's a good turn, but Barkley makes no effort to, to try and catch up to him, and it, it was Villa's biggest problem throughout that you had Grealish, Barkley, and Trezeguet.
1: And we just didn't the, chase back at all.
0: No, the, and and that's the, and I think that that's the difference. Is like yes, that you know that uh, not so much with Trezeguet He's a decent player, but I think Barkley and Grealish are very good players. But this kind of went to show that you know maybe our players aren't quite on that level. But when you're putting in the work rate that they are, when you see Rodrigo or Bamford dropping as deep as they did at times, when you see the amount of running that. Dallas and Alyoski put in getting up and down the whole time it does make a difference
1: yeah there was a stat going about obviously I I don't know where the actual running stats come from but I think it was a is it Chris Taylor LUFC data um I think it was him that put it up I can't remember off the top of my head but it was I think it was something like Leeds ran 10 kilometers further than Villa
0: Yeah, I remember seeing that come out just after the game. I I can't remember the exact figure, but it was significantly more than Aston Villa.
1: Yeah. And then to seal it, the best of the three goals, in my opinion. Uh, Costa gets it wide, plays a really nice one-two with Shackleton. Feeds it into Bamford. Bamford's facing the wrong way. He's got four Villa defenders around him. Haven't really got anywhere to go. Two little touches and a turn. Curls it into the top corner. It was, a, it was such a good finish because if you look at the state of play four seconds before he scores, there is absolutely no way that he should be scoring. And, I mean, you do have to give part of that to Villa just not making a challenge, which was, it was poor defending, but it's a fantastic finish.
0: Yeah, it, and, and the, whole, the whole goal was fantastic. Just, you know, the, the fluidity of our play. Um,
1: well, was which, was was, it, was this for one? This was the one that started with Melier wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: And it just it we just we just did it so quickly. Oh yeah, because this
1: because this, this is the one with the awesome Rodrigo to Costa, isn't it? Yeah,
0: where well, yeah. as we're watching, we like it's only w- watching it back that you get a glimpse of Costa's head in the bottom corner of the screen. And if you don't catch that, you don't know Costa's there. Because I think we were both looking and, and thinking, right, this is going out to Harrison, who... I think Harrison had a fantastic game and, and honestly will be so annoyed at the amount of times he didn't receive the ball because he kept getting in a fantastic position. But it goes to Costa and you ju- it just then... Camera kind of hands across to him there. And from that point on, we just... Play this nice, quick football. It's Costa and... Is it Shackleton that's up there as well? Yeah, Sh-
1: Shackleton plays for one 2 with uh, Costa.
0: And then, like you say, into Bamford. Turns, does a little shimmy. Somehow manages to open his body up as well to to get it in the corner. Um, yeah, it was just such such a tidy finish.
1: Yeah, we were... Obviously, like going into this game, I thought, you know, we'll be... I, I, you know, I think I predicted a draw. For, I think you did as well, actually.
0: I did, uh, and and I'll openly say I was quite nervous going into this.
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I wasn't like scared of Villa, but the way that they've been playing, they've been playing well. I thought we can win this game, but it's not going to be an easy one. And in the end, we just we just outclassed them, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, Villa have played five games. We've got twelve points, for my third in the league, so there's certainly no mugs, but. We 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 were just much better than them.
0: I saw one of my favourite things today of, of a Villa fan saying, Well, we could have scored two or three. I was like, Yeah, but you didn't. And Martinez we, could Martinez could have gone up for a corner and scored a worldie of an overhead kick, but he didn't. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a fucking stupid argument.
1: Well, you know so Well you
0: chose you chose not to score the goals, did you?
1: Yeah. By that logic we could have scored nine. Um <laughs> But that leaves us after weekends fixtures after Monday night was done and everything. Six games gone. Sixth in the table with 10 points.
0: Oh, we're down to six now, are we? I yeah. Think I, uh, I think I only saw after Sunday's games where we dropped into the Europa League.
1: Yeah, Everton,
0: into fifth. And,
1: Everton and Liverpool 13, Villa and Leicester 12, Tottenham 11, and then us, Southampton, Palace, Wolves, all on 10.
0: Well, now we're down to sixth. Uh, the BLs are out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a myth. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad Gabby Abonglahar had clearly been giving some sort of inspirational team talk and prepping them for this game.
1: I just I can't get my head around him. Have you seen him today like quote got square ball going? Uh,
0: got you on hooks, mate.
1: Going and they're still at it. Fishing emoji. Also with the wrong there. He, he um, corre-
0: Someone corrected him though and he, could, and he just went, no, there. Yeah. I he
1: doesn't know that yeah yeah, it's and they are still at it, is what you are trying to say.
0: It's very uh I was gonna say Cameron Stewart, I didn't mean Cameron Stewart, it was it
1: um It was Ryan Hall, was who, it Ryan got Hall? Pay, who got payed. Yeah. Paid.
0: yeah. <laughs> ah bless you.
1: I'll I'll leave the slag in Ryan Hall to Rob Mulholland. Holland. He's uh he's turned it into an art form on his YouTube channel if you find it.
0: Yeah, I I mean I'm all for Trying to wind up other teams' fans. But when you do that, and if you get it wrong, you know, you've got to take it, haven't you? You've got to take the stick that's going to be thrown at you. Yeah,
1: and I nearly ne- <laughs> used a phrase that I believe is Latin, man. And that is not a thing to use for Gabby Abonlow. I was going to say, you need a mea culpa. Hmm. <laughs> I don't actually know if that is Latin. I just think it probably is.
0: <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, and it it speaks to someone who who works for Talkspot, and just like you've said something, you've got this complete, you've got it completely wrong. Do I own up to it? Nah, call them all dickheads.
1: Well, that's that's the Talkspot mo, isn't it? Say something ridiculous, get people to call up.
0: Ah, the Adrian Durham.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's not a great deal of other stuff. There has been a couple of transfer links. But they're both youngsters who can really say a great deal about. Um, Sean McGurk from Wigan, who we we did, we did went in for him in the summer as well. He's, uh, you know, when we went in for Gellhart. Uh, I don't believe, he hasn't signed a new contract or anything as of yet. But it's quite highly rated. And it sounds like they're going to have to still sell more. So we'll see if that one comes to it. And, uh, you know, we've lost out on Josco Gavardiol you know. So now we're going in for Croatian wonder Kid Lovro Meyer. Yeah. Uh, and as you would expect, because he is Dynamo Zagreb and a midfielder, he is, of course, according to every media outlet, the next Luka Modric. But, uh, is, that, is that lazy journalism? No, it's for children who are wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he, he's like 22 is Meyer. He's played. He's played a lot more football. Mm. Uh, he's got a senior issue cap he's been linked with everyone in the world uh, I, as, as I say I have no idea if there's any truth to it but he, that's both there
0: uh, well he'll do a great job with, uh, in the under 23s for the rest of the season then
1: yeah and speaking of the under 23s that was a and no soft spot for Norwich by any stretch but that was a bit harsh wasn't it Norwich under 23s top of the league I'm gonna come play against Leeds <laughs> United under 23s so yeah <laughs> Casilla in goal. <laughs> what was it? I'll see if I can remember after me, because I didn't actually get to see this game. I was working. Uh, luckily, Kieran covered it for the site. But, I mean, what was it? We had, it was, I goal, drama, uh, Casey, Cresswell, Leif Davis at left back, Stroik, Jenkins and, well, it was Jenkins and Rafinha in the middle, wasn't it? Because Rafinha yep. played this <laughs> time. Hernandez, Hernandez right, Paveda left, and Tyler Roberts up front. Yeah, that's a hell of a team. They won two uh Paveda early on, and then Rafinha scored.
0: And then you had uh, Jaffe on the bench, just yeah. in case. Uh, I
1: don't, no I don't actually know. I don't know if he got on actually because again, I, I only saw the highlights. But no one, Kenner was back on the bench. Yeah, he's good because he's been out injured all season, so that was good to see. Yeah, it was um, yeah, strong team.
0: I don't and I think yeah. someone has I mean, you seen know. the highlights of, of Rafinha's game as well, and he very much looks like someone who should not be playing under 23 football.
1: Yeah, it's almost like we just paid like 17 million quid for him going up to about twenty-three, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um I mean obviously we had to weaken ourselves because it wouldn't have been fair to play a team like that. So we did give Norwich a chance by putting Kiko in goal and letting Ilya Kapril sit on the bench.
0: Yeah, it was just
1: Give them a chance. If they a few, if they should have just had a few shots, for the public scored
0: I, th- I think we all smiled when we saw this team, though, just
1: because I think this
0: is probably the strong. Not even just leads. I think this is probably one of the strongest under 23s teams I've seen. And I know with uh, it being an actual game that you, you you've got the squad limit of of the limit of is it th- you're only allowed, is it three players over twenty three you're allowed in.
1: I think so, and Leeds had
0: two. We, yeah, we had two. Uh, uh, just, just turns out that you know, a couple of those players under 23 also have a decent bit of, you know, first team experience.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, we do forget about this because of um, how well he stepped up to the first team, like right at the end of last season and this season. But Paveda has only played about six senior games.
0: I still I still find it funny now how how high up the pecking order pervader seems to have come considering during the run in we didn't really see him until the last three three or four games of last season. Yeah. He, I think he made like one early sub appearance in about January when he when we signed him and then never really saw him again for a while and now he's he's sort of the go-to.
1: Yeah. But it just shows under BL, So if you if you do get a chance and play well,
0: it'll be a it'll be a brilliant fallback in about six months.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Like, it was a it was a good win. I I can't go into any detail, but by the sounds of it, it could and should have been a lot more. Based on the highlights, it should have been as well.
0: Yeah, a couple of nice goals as well. Like yeah, I say, if, if you if you can find the video of Rafinha's touches at times.
1: Yeah. Um, and I suppose the other thing is um, to talk about is that Le- Leeds United is such a fucking lovely club, which is weird to say. But uh, the squad p- has pledged twenty five grand for feeding kids over the holidays. Therefore, the club has also given twenty five grand. So that's fifty grand from Leeds, and the fans have raised. Well, the last I checked, it was about fifty five.
0: Yeah, it was. It was going up. A- a fantastic rate,
1: yeah. and uh, it sounds like they're not backing down on the fifteen quid a game. So I'm fairly sure that it will keep going.
0: Yeah, it's 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 such a good gesture, I think, from from people, especially during times like this. And and yeah, it would be easy to pay just pay fifteen quid to to watch and and not care about this, but it shows how many people you know, just amongst the Leeds fan base are, you know, the, the, I dare say there'll be plenty of people who are still paying the 15 quid to watch the games as well. But the fact that they're making these, you know, making these donations is is absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I also, I've I've, I've made very clear, because I did publicize it on for it Altogether and like said, I think you should do this. But, you know, only if you can afford to do it. And if you do buy the pay-per-view, I don't think you should feel bad about that. I just think that it's a. I think that if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Hmm. So I think if if we if we all pay, it's going to get worse rather than better. But like you know, offering your service—if you want to pay, it's absolutely reasonable to do so. But I just think seeing that instead of a load of money going to BT Sport, 100 grand's gone to feeding kids from Leeds United is really good to see. I think that the Liverpool one was sixty odd. Newcastle's was like twenty five. And I, as I say I don't know all the figures, but all twenty Premier League clubs' official supporters groups have li- have linked up with a food bank. So it as it will be a lot that has been raised.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you if you go on onto the website for it, they're, I know it, obviously they told they started this long before they pay for you, but the target the total target was 50,000 by the Leeds Fans Food Bank and they're they're currently just over 90,000
1: yeah in that case I think it's probably hit 60 since because it was a I think it was 28,500 before this started yeah but Uh, no it's brilliant to see see a lot of people stepping up you know, because I keep seeing these arguments of, well, just giving vouchers to feed them isn't a long-term solution. Yes, you're right, but half term is in like a week, so can we feed the kids and argue about that later?
0: Mm. But it, yeah, it is still part of a solution to a problem that yeah. is still <laughs> going to be there anyway. It's not going to be. A, it's not going to fix it in the long term. So just let them starve for a week. Yeah. <laughs> that, that seems to be the attitude. Yeah. I mean, the, the best the, the best response I've heard to it from from a Tory MP was still after someone had said they they basically voted to starve children, and the best response they could manage was, "We never said starve. <laughs> like, like no, no, just just leave it. It's not so, worth it."
1: So what? We haven't got any food, and that's all you say. Just get on with it. Good luck. I don't recall saying good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well to be honest because there isn't as far as I'm aware there hasn't been anything else unless something else is broken today while I haven't been paying attention and it if, does, I, if it does if not in appear doubt, that way if in doubt open Phil Hayes Twitter right quick
0: nah it doesn't uh, help these days he's too busy writing about Matisse Clicks tattoo artist or something don't even get the real news from him anymore <laughs> that's why you need football that's... inside <laughs> That's, that's, yeah that is entirely not true i mean he that, does both
1: that was the uh that was the other thing that i was thinking about earlier actually i know i don't i don't mean to keep going back to uh agbon lahore and his melonic <laughs> uh but the no, Jack,
0: turn the car around you're better than this yeah but villa
1: the, the uh, way that villa fans have all been like yeah get into um gabby what we- Gabby Bonhaw is basically being Danny Mills. Mm. Now Leeds fans all listen to Danny Mills when he goes and gives it his interviews and go, What the fuck are you talking about, Mills? Will you shut up? <laughs> Whereas they see it as, oh my god, it's brilliant. It's, no, uh, fight.
0: He's fighting the good fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: it's a bit of a it's a bit of an odd week because uh, having played first last week, we play last this week.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've gone uh, Monday night, Friday night, next Monday night. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: but it's another. Well, I it's weird. I suppose in, on paper, all but f- basically every game that isn't Fulham, you look at it and think, well, that could be a difficult one. But this very much could be a difficult one. Leicester City at home. Uh, one of us. It'll be an odd one for you, this, because uh, I believe you're taking up, you're taking the player ratings for this one on Through It All Together, which is on Twitter at T H I U, it's all L U F C and also at throughitalltogether.spnation dot com.
0: Yeah, my first uh, my first Premier League player ratings.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I hope you get roundly abused for being wrong. Why do you? No. <laughs> But I'm not wrong. (laughs) Ah, fair. Um, You do do get the odd one, but it's not very often. Yeah,
0: I'm still not sure what to make of Man City this season. Man Uh, City? Yep. See, I've got it wrong already. You've got it in my head already.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I was expecting you to maybe be a bit off about someone's performance, not just not know the name of the team we're playing. (laughs)
0: Just just sat there going, this City team is shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and people are just be like, "Oh, he obviously means Leicester." Like, yeah. and he, no, Man City.
1: Leicester uh, four wins, two defeats, twelve points from six games. Yeah,
0: it's. I mean, first and foremost, they are a good team.
1: Yeah, but they did lose one 0 to Aston Villa. Yeah, they also won at the Emirates last time out. <laughs> yeah, it's um,
0: it's it's an interesting time to watch some of them because they didn't finish that uh, last season off that strongly either.
1: No, I I think in, in the 1-20 to I had them like 8th or ninth drop, you know, dropping a bit because of the way they ended last season and the one thing with Rodgers as much as I I do rate Ben and Rodgers but when it went south at Liverpool it went south really quickly mm. and I thought that we might be at that stage again but he's turned it back like admittedly the season is very odd like the one 3-0 at West Brom Beat Leicester four two, won five two at Man City, and obviously they've just won at Arsenal. So they won at Arsenal and Man City, but they also got beat one nil at home by Aston Villa and three nil at home by West Ham.
0: Yeah, it's it's difficult to it's difficult to try and figure them out at the moment. Um, they've also they only played the one European game so far, I think. And
1: uh, yeah, didn't they play like. Zoya someone
0: yeah to comfortably beat them anyway and then they play they play at AK Athens tomorrow hopefully that'll tie them out
1: yeah that but, would be useful
0: yeah um yeah like you say you, you, there's not not even much need to, to kind of go through their squad there's uh, it's a very good squad and Wes Morgan is still there as well
1: um, yeah they they have got a really, really solid side, but with some, like, standouts. Like, obviously, Jamie Vardy is infuriatingly good.
0: Did you see, I don't know, if, and this, it might just be an old picture that's that's kind of come back around again, did you see that he's got chat shit getting banged on his shin pads?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know if he still does, but that doesn't surprise me, because obviously that went everywhere, didn't it, when he said it? That was
0: great. I love having but, that on your own shin uh,
1: Jordan Pickford's still the best one when he had to get the rave on, on his, <laughs> on his boots.
0: Well, yeah.
1: yeah. But obviously, like, Vardy's a massive threat, good finisher, you know, great runs in behind, really hard-working, very good at winning penalties would be the, way, the nice way to phrase it. That thing that uh, Grealish tried to do when he tried to dive for penalty when Costa were behind him, you know, like, flop your legs back and try and get them tangled up. Yeah. Vardy's very good at that as well. But his is more cutting across from the side and getting them mm. caught up. Uh, creatively in midfield, we've got Telemans and he's really good as well. Um, yeah. Uh, Harvey Barnes. Yeah, Harvey Barnes, who is another one that, it, you know, it's sort of... Ri- it's narrative wise you expect him to play well against us because he was meant to join us yeah um, that Tim that, that, um, obviously indeed, I don't know if he's fit again yet but he's really good at middle midfield that Timothy Castagne that they've signed has looked really good as well I've been
0: quite impressed with, with James Justin as well since he's come in and, and started getting regular game time
1: yeah because he he was at Luton wasn't he Mm. Before the season, and he, he he stood out an absolute mile in that. Will have been the League One promotion season for them. Yeah, and he, he he was like when you looked at the data points, it was like you know every you know he was top right by a distance. It was like when you see a you know chances created graph for the Championship last season per per ninety. And Pablo Hernandez, they have to extend the scale to get him on <laughs> it. You know, he's a bit like that. Uh, James Madison hasn't been fit, but I don't know if he's going to be back for this one. But he's another one who's a really good player. Uh, they've got a good goalkeeper in Casper Schmeichel. Although the one thing with Schmeichel is, he's another one who, if you can catch, he does when he does drop one, it tends to be a big one.
0: And then he'll shout at the defenders for the he- next 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh I- and Chew I- and Johnny, these I- I- are both good centre-backs. All right, just go back to
0: Schmeichel, I always find his time with us. Quite, I th- I find it quite funny because I, th- I think he was one of those that when he left, there was quite a few people sort of piled on him a bit. And uh, like you say, I, I know he's, he's kind of prone to dropping one every now and again. Um, and it, and it, every time it was funny seeing him shout at his centre-backs whenever he made a mistake. Like, th- things you love to see. Neil Kilkenny pointing, Kasper Schmeichel blaming defenders for his cock-ups. Um, but he is a good keeper. Like he wouldn't have been a you know, a now top half Premier League goalkeeper for this long and also Premier League winning goalkeeper yeah. for this long if he wasn't some good.
1: Yeah, they've also um, I would I just say that obviously Slionchu and Evans are both good centre backs, they've also signed out Wesley Fafana from Sen Saint- San Etienne, who was meant to be a really good defender. I haven't seen enough to say yet, but they've spent quite a lot of money on him, I believe, so, so you would said- you would think that Wes Morgan finally won't have to play anymore.
0: I've always, I've always liked Ayosi Perez as well, and I know he's a striker that doesn't score a lot of goals, mm. and maybe that's that's what makes me identify with him.
1: Yeah, they're, they're quite often playing wide, don't they? As well, mm. but no, he is a good player. Is Josep Perez? I mean, God, they spent like forty million on him or something, didn't they? From Newcastle, 30, it might have been thirty, not forty. But he is, he is a good player. Uh, it's just a good squad. I mean, obviously, they if they wouldn't have made a mess of the end, if it wasn't for the COVID break, they'd have probably finished in the Champions League spots.
0: Yeah. It,
1: as a Leeds fan, it was upsetting that they didn't make it
0: because obviously... Who else it, went in? Yeah, because it allowed Scum to make it. But as a general football fan, it was a little bit funny.
1: Yeah. Um, the other one that they signed, because I've just remembered because he set up the Vardy winner at the Emirates the other night, but they've said that uh, I don't actually know whether it's Sengis or Chengis or, but Kengis is under from uh, Loma. Uh He's he's only made a couple of substitute appearances, but he was like he was the next big thing uh, a couple of years ago. Hmm. Because uh, it was weird to see him on a season. It's just like loan with an option, but he played. He's. He's only 23 now and he's played, you know, he has played 83 senior games in Turkey and then 70 senior games for Roma. So he's, he's quite, and he's got 24 caps for Turkey as well, so he's, he's quite experienced considering his age. Yeah. And he's a, it was a really good ball to set up Vardy. He put it straight on his head where Vardy barely had to move. He, Vardy almost didn't score it. He could have just let it hit his head.
0: Yeah, the the uh, yeah the threat's going to be there isn't it
1: mm. but um but i don't more, know I, I don't know whether to be confident or not now <laughs> i'm more confident about this than the villa game
0: which i don't know if that's a good thing or not um but i i'm, I'm going to back us in this or i'm going to say I'm going to give us...
1: I'm going to go for a nice, quiet 1-0 win. Huh. Well, I've got two options. I can go, you know, try and get us out there on Twitter and just say, well, obviously, you know, Le- Leicester's manager is completely useless, so we're going to win 6-0. But uh, I actually reckon that... I, I as well as... um. We've defended. Like, do we reckon Liam Cooper will be back for us?
0: I mean, I know obviously it's kind of going back to
1: after how well they did against Villa. You're not that worried about it, I suppose. But no,
0: I don't. If he was fit, if and and he came back into the team, if you were Janieliowski, I think you'd feel every right. You'd have every right to be upset if you were dropped
1: yeah but way, i'm not sure where they started, but i've seen it a few places there are, there's a lot of rumors that we're in talks over, with alioski over a new deal
0: that that's an i mean it's an interesting one to me. i can i fully understand why Bielsa wants to keep him around because he he's someone who's very versatile to in obviously at this stage he's a player that knows the system um and and you know he's the exactly the sort of player bielsa wants in the squad um I'd be interested to kind of see how he how he looks in this team in two or three months and and i and I get that Alioski is probably going to be mostly used from the bench or filling in for injuries, but he's certainly someone that seems like he's worth keeping around from not just how versatile he is but seems to be well liked yeah and, well you
1: know everyone likes that. You know, everyone's got that one cousin that's just mental.
0: Yeah. Who doesn't want, like, a feral? I'm trying to think of the wildest animal I can.
1: And then Casey's sheltered upbringing comes out and he goes, dog. (laughs) 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 I was going to say dog. Dog.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah, just, you know. It's it's still that really funny thing of whenever you hear people talk about him that he's described as an idiot, whilst in the same breath Mateus Click says talks about how the, he can speak five different languages and so they speak to each other in German, I think, don't they? And
1: yeah, so, such an odd man. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if if Cooper comes back in, but I think for either way, like. Despite his 20, you know, being removed after 20 minutes, I think Sloik still gets the start. I think, I don't I don't think anything changes apart from maybe Cooper for alioski and Dallas goes back over, ailing to right back. That's the only change that I think will happen if he's fit.
0: Yeah. Everything um,
1: else will just keep the same. Even, you know, as well as Rafinha might have done it on the 23s, I still think it'll be Harrison and Costa.
0: It'll be... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see with Cooper. Just and obviously, I know he broke down in the in the warm up against Wolves, but just the fact that he was in that warm up, warm up at all tells you that he's he can't be that far away. You would um, hope. Yeah, but again, I wouldn't be that bothered if we didn't play him in this one.
1: Oh no, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk it if he's if he's. Any, if, if he's not, maybe I know that none of them are ever one hundred percent. But if you were thinking in like football manager terms, if it was less than ninety percent, mm. I wouldn't be risking it.
0: Um, I'm just trying to think because after this one, are we into the next international break? Then
1: uh, no, we'll have one more. We play oh, we got, on we got Saturday the seventh, and then it's internationals. I think.
0: Yeah. So I mean that, that. So that's sort of the good thing. I'll isn't? tell you
1: what he's not doing. He's not off away with fucking Scotland. No. Um, Unless for, but that's not when the. Although is that when the Euro playoff final is?
0: Oh, well, I, I think it probably would be.
1: Because if it is, then that one I can't really get too mad. Uh, yeah, Serbia, eleventh of. Uh, 12th, sorry, it's, for some reason this is done with American dates. Oh, I know why. But I don't have a I don't have a VPN, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that's on the twelfth of November. Uh so if he is fit, I can't really begrudge him going to that one so long as he doesn't play in the Nations League games that follow it.
0: Yeah. I mean with just having these two games going into an international break, I, I I could happily keep the team as it was against Villa for those two games and as opposed to uh, like you say, there is absolutely no rush to get him back in our first team. It, I, for,
1: me, that, that, for me there is a look like I want him back as soon as possible. I just oh, I have yeah. I have enough confidence in the players around him, but it's not something I'm worrying about.
0: Yeah, I'd much I'd much rather have him fully fit for the Arsenal game. When they come back from the international break, then
1: oh, is that what the first one back is?
0: Yeah. Um, so you know, if if he was on the bench at Leicester, I'd I'd be okay with that.
1: So you're going one 0 win against Leicester, and I ooh, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet with how good they are going. With I just can't see how Vardy doesn't score against us, just to punish me. You know, cause I, <laughs> just because I banged on about it for years, I wish I'd signed him when he was at Fleetwood and stuff like that. So I'm going to say it's been relatively successful lately, so I'm going to say two apiece.
0: Oh, that, does sound, that does sound like a lead score, to be fair. Yeah. Got, got to give it that.
1: Yeah, um, this one hasn't been the longest, but to be honest, there hasn't been a great deal of news and there's only been one game. That's the other thing with us no longer having... Midweek games every week. That's oh, great, isn't it? It is. It it, it like, seems to I'll, just. I like watching football. I like watching
0: football, but it does make it so much easier when you're in the Premier League.
1: Yeah. So unless you've got what else, mate, I think we'll call it. Yeah, fair. Nice one. Well, that'll do us for episode eighty-six at Mighty White's podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at Mighty White's Pod. Uh, leave reviews and stuff on any of the podcast players that let you do so. It really does help um, because I've, I've seen a lot of the things lately of, oh my God, have you seen all of these Leeds fans from all starting podcasts? Hey, all start one. I, I hope that there's 90. Because <laughs> the, more, the more people are doing them, one, it's just mates talking about leads. You're going be doing it down the pub anyway. And two, the fact that loads are doing it means that the club's in a healthy position. Because yeah. no one wants to sit around and talk about football under hecking bottom, except for a few of us sadists. Yeah. I mean, I, even, I, the, I, even, I the, even the square ball
0: took breaks when we were really shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, you know. So it's it's a good sign of how well Leeds are doing. Uh, the stuff that we write goes up on Through It All Together, which is on Twitter at THIU. It's all LUFC. It's also just Uh We have been getting a fair few things up lately although the last two days have been quiet to be honest just because it, it has been a bit quieter uh, i'd recommend a couple of the uh, pieces that have gone up recently because they've been really a lot more interesting and of course not written by me which helps like uh carl Ka- newbold and uh, josh Ramsbottom, bottom two of his newer writers and they've been writing some really nice stuff uh, so i'd recommend you following them on twitter just look like it's at Kyle newbold and, Josh Ramsbottom is at the Leeds knees, which is a weird name, but it's spelled with Zeds.
0: And if, uh, if you hate my player ratings, uh, tell Jack and uh, he'll make sure to never let me do it again.
1: Nah, I'll still let you do it, mate. I'm really lazy. <laughs> I'm also working till midnight that day, so I will have the game on, but I'm going to barely be, I- I'll be able to watch it, but not intently enough to write anything about it. Uh, so, yep, that'll do us. I've been Jack, see ya. I've been Casey, have a good one. Oh, I should probably plug, uh, there's also a video podcast called Stand Your Ground, which is all about the Premier League, and me and KC were on it on Sunday night. If you go on our Twitter, it's embedded in a tweet. Uh, From what what people have said, it went quite well. Uh, And we managed to, out of an hour show, I bet we managed to spend 25 minutes talking about Leeds.
0: And sometimes slacking Man United off as well. Yeah.
1: And Fulham. That was fun. Yeah. So yeah, in a bit.